Getting a good night's sleep can be much easier said than done. But don't worry, because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to get the sleep you deserve. CBDPM blends melatonin and other sleep-promoting ingredients with 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And to make it even easier to get a good night's sleep, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, the promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. What up, world? Ask first point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is a very special one. We are joined by the head writer of The Late Late Show, host of the wonderful podcast All Fantasy Everything, an Emmy winner, and most importantly, a Portland born and raised legend. From Beaverton, top of the food chain, where champions are made. That's right, Ian Carmel. How you doing, Ian? I'm I'm wonderful, man. I'm it's I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here recording the day after a a, a yeah another and a string of amazing Damian Lillard moments. And uh, I'm in the middle of a hiatus at work, so I could not be happier, dude. You caught me at the right time. Awesome. I was a little worried when we were setting this up that it was after you know second night of a back to back, and it was going to be like. Okay, Ian, well, I know they lost, but let's let's try to be positive. But instead, Dame has just been absolutely magical. A run yeah. that is just, it's just, he's just the most fun that you could possibly have watching someone play basketball. There's not a more fun player to watch. It's, I mean, it's down to him and Steph Curry for that argument as well about like who's the most fun person to watch right now. As someone who appreciates the Trailblazers, of course, I have to go with Damian Lillard. But also, I just think objectively, this year... Who's had more? Who's had more fun? Who's been more fun to watch than Damian Lillard? Like, yeah, nobody. I mean, and just in context of, you know, CJ goes down and Nurk goes down. And you get the bad news about Zach again, and it's like, man, I can't believe they're gonna waste another year of old Dame being the best, one of the best players in the league. And he's like, nah, we're not no. gonna waste it. Yeah, six in a row. He's like, I'm, he's, I don't, it's, I don't know. He's amazing. He's like a put upon mother, like single mother, where all this shit just keeps happening. And he just keeps rising to the occasion anyway. It's like, I, it, I, it's amazing the fucking litany of terrible things. Everybody has injury problems, and especially this right. year with COVID and everything like that. But with CJ going out, Nurk going out again, you know, it's just like, and he just keeps fucking doing it anyway. I get discouraged, like, if, you know what I mean? If 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 I only get seven hours of sleep instead of eight, you know, and then <laughs> exactly, I'll like half exactly. ass at work that day. It's it's truly amazing. Like if, as if he needed a highlight yet another reason we're completely different animals. Like, yeah, it's you know the uh, his sort of like incredible physical gifts are one thing, but the his his the, his mental stuff, like the soft stuff that makes Dame Dame, is what sets him apart. He is just he is able to tap into something that so few in the world are, and it's a it's a joy. I I, I gotta say it. It is an absolute joy. It's such a, it's such a joy to watch. It's been like, I, I'm my, my girlfriend like just moved in, uh, like a month ago and I've been trying to like, not watch quite as much basketball, which is not, I know (laughs) not the thing you want to say on, but like, you know, she's not a basketball fan. 
Um, right. You don't want to inundate her with like, hey, there's there's 75 of these and they're three hours long and I watch every one. Right. Exactly. And like, like we're going to we're going to sit through all of them. So like what I'll do is like I'll, you know, we'll watch the first quarter and then I'll keep an eye on the score. And then I'm like, can we please go back and watch like the third quarter? And like even she's like started to get pulled in. She just thinks this is what basketball is like. Yeah, where it's exactly. like, oh, there's like 13 seconds left and we're down by we're down by one. You don't <laughs> and like and every time we end up winning anyway, you know, yeah, we're the, like the, the little guy wearing number zero is definitely going to hit an insane shot and we're all going to celebrate and hug like this. It, this is how it ends. It's more entertaining than most of the stuff on streaming right now. And I include my own television show in that like this, like if if this is what basketball was, it would be even more popular than it is. And this is what she thinks basketball is like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do, what's going to tell her when we're like the second round of the playoffs this year. Yeah, no, it, listen, there's it, the, the, most of the Blazer seasons follow a slightly darker timeline. So I'm, I'm glad she's getting introduced in this way, but it's kind of, you know, you can tell her you're real. You uh, got away with words. You'll be able to let her down easy. Um, I'm just going to tell I, her it's like the premier league and like, yeah, we finished fourth this year. So, you know, we're pretty good. It's going to be, that's, that's great. Thing. Yeah. What type of fan are you, Ian? Are you, when you're watching the game, are you screaming and yelling and jumping up on the couch or are you, are you nervous? Like what's your, what's your vibe as a fan? It kind of depends on what kind of day I had leading up to that moment. I, sure. uh, I, I am a very involved un, uh, like somewhat unreasonable fan. Although amongst trailblazer fans, I don't know if I'm that unreasonable. <laughs> I, uh, I do, I do a lot of like, I, I, I yell a lot. I clap a lot, but like never at anyone like any other trailblazer fan i just like lo- like feel like all these people are like my like kids that i'm rooting right. for you know what I mean? yeah. like that kind of thing the whole like my son cj yeah. mccollum thing that people that's do or my whatever. sweet sweet nephew Derek jones jr right there right exactly but <laughs> i really feel like that i think trailblazer fans feel like that as much or more than any other fan base for whatever we're so supportive but like i feel like that i get defensive if like Marc Gasol throws like a elbow, you know what I mean? Into like Anthony Simons or something like that. When he's coming off a screen, I, I want to call Marc Gasol's parents and have a stern talk with him. Like it's that, that kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, I'm at the end of the game. I'm like, I, I'm probably standing up, you yeah. know, as, as though that can like sort of like affect the game. And then if I'm at the arena, I'm usually that but drunk. So that's yeah. like the kind of fair. You, you spent $70 on beer at that point. Exactly. Um, has proximity to the team? Because I know you've had some connection. You, you've, you have, you're friends with Myers Leonard and things like that. You've yeah. had Dame on the TV show and sat next to him as, you know, playing yourself in a way yeah. as a super fan. Has proximity to the team changed the way you feel about them? I mean... I think the nice thing about the Blazers and like this is a testament to how good like the 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 people who run the social media and just the people around the team. Yeah, shout out to Amara and Adam. Absolutely. Big shouts to them. And just the way the team and the and the players we've been lucky enough to have. I feel like everyone kind of feels like they have proximity to the team. You know? Right. I like Now granted I have had like I've become friends with Myers and like whatever and like Dame has been on the show and like I get to talk to these people on like social every now and then and that's amazing that's that's bizarre that's like i was gonna ask young ian carmel who was you know at the jcc with jerome kersey was not gonna believe that he'd be later friends with these folks i mean when i got to do talking ball and like and i was stoked that dwight james was there you know what i mean like i was like i was reading this guy in the oregonian every morning you know and now like dwight's a friend and like 
Jerome, may he rest in peace. I don't know if we ever got to like the friend level, but like there was a person who always made you feel like you were his friend, no matter what. He Absolutely. Was, he was soft-spoken. His energy was like the opposite of mine, but he was so welcoming and just warm and also the smoothest hands I had ever felt in my life. Uh, just a well-moisturized man, Jerome Kersey. Yeah, I not- I never saw Jerome Kersey not wearing a suit because I always saw him at the arena. At yeah. work. So my my image of Jerome Kersey is this incredibly nice man wearing a three piece suit. That's- I know that that people uh, generation above me are like, no, he's the dunker, and you know he was high flying, and I'm like, mm, are you sure he wasn't like in his mid forties and wearing a nice suit? He was out there. He was he was dunking in Armani. I guarantee it. Yeah. Like he was. Uh, I mean, just like his. I guess his role was like ambassador, but right. like truly an ambassador for real, oh, yeah. like an ambassador. But like the, so the proximity to like the players and all that stuff, it's like a dream, it's a dream come true. But like, I was already kind of like a, I don't know if I'm a 10 out of 10 fan because that would be disrespectful to the 10 out of 10 fans who are like that intense. But like, I think I've always been like an eight out of 10 fan. And then like meeting these people, like just like locked that in. I mean, locked it, locked it on more. If you locked it on. Now we're talking branding. This this man is a professional. That's right. I'm in showbiz, baby. I understand how it goes. No, um, I, I mean, it just made me feel so lucky. And for me, like, like the, like having a job in in entertainment, like is so rife with perks anyway. But for me, that was like the coolest thing anyway. Like I was the game, the 0.9 second, you know, where Dame hit the shot over Chandler Parsons, like earlier in that game, they showed me like on the jumbotron in the, mm-hmm. in the arena with like Chelsea lately writer. Cause I think that's where I was at the time. Um, and like, I was like, Oh, that's so cool. This will surely be the coolest part of this game. But then he hit the shot. <laughs> and it was amazing. But it's like that part when you're growing up, like in Beaverton, watching games on like blazer cable with the Will Vinton intro and everything, you never think you're going to be like, part of the show yeah which i am in the smallest possible way like the tiniest possible way. but like it's just fucking oh pardon me for it's just so cool man it's just so like i don't know it's just it's well, the coolest I, part of being whatever local notoriety i have yeah so i want to ask about your local notoriety because yeah. uh you have since in the 10 years or whatever i've been in the game i have seen ian carmel go from a um the guy who was sort of paid to be goofy on tv to yeah. someone who damn well might be courtside in a way that he will be celebrated and i want to <laughs> i want to ask you about that uh in the second segment but before we do that i want to tell my listeners about betonline.ag y'all know bet online it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action you got nba games every night college basketball rounding into its postseason, the NHL's in full swing. And if you don't want to bet on sports, they got award shows, TV shows, reality TV you can bet on. All that comes with real-time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Do you want to bet on the number of shot attempts that Carmelo Anthony will take? BetOnline.ag's got a prop for you. They got you covered for all your news, scores, odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON Sign up today, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. The promo code is locked on, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we are still chatting here with Ian Carmel, Portland's own head writer of the Late Late Show on CBS, host of the wonderful podcast All Fantasy Everything, and just a Portland guy, a Portland guy, capital P, capital G, a Portland guy. Yes, sir. He's 
we're, we're talking on video right now. Um, the the at home listener is not privy to this, but Ian's wearing a shirt with Damian Lillard on it. Oh, oh hell man, yeah. Branded. Shout out to Nathan McKee. Shout out to Nathan McKee. Make him take him, man. Nathan, yeah, this my. My whole, like, I have a garage. I, I I don't think I'd get internet out there, but, like, one whole wall, I've, like, turned my garage into a gym, and one whole wall is decorated with, like, Trailblazers art, and, cool. that, like, three of the pieces are Nathan McKee. There's one of Clyde and Duckworth at the All-Star game. That's, like, awesome. my favorite. And awesome. then the Rasheed shouting face, of course, which is, like, iconic. Yeah, He's so, so talented. I, I remember when I was sort of... um first aware of Nathan and I like bought his shirt at bunk sandwiches yeah. and I explained oh, yeah. to the dude at bunk. I was like, yo, this is this dude, Nathan McKee. He's cool or whatever. And then I got on the blazers beat and I met him and he like introduced himself to me like you're Mike. And I'm like, yeah. you're Nathan. And we had this whole thing. Like, um, you know, it's like two, two very low level sort of people in the public sphere meeting each other and being like, we're both fans of each other. <laughs> That's what's so beautiful about port. Like we're like, it's a small enough group of people that like, you, you like you, I like, I've become friends with, uh, John, well, the Portugal, the man guys and John yeah. from Portugal, the man completely because of blazer shit where like sure. we ran into each other and it was like, you're the, you know, this guy, you're that guy, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's like that you'll get that with like Nathan McKee. I imagine at some point, if I were to meet Dave from Dave's Killer Bread, we'd be able to get along really well. Okay, we need we need to talk about Dave. We need to talk about Dave. Killer yeah. Dave. We need this is the number one person I need you to meet because, Ian, when I became aware of you, you were a person on Talking Ball, and right. you were paid there to be goofy. You yeah. knew plenty about basketball; it was clear. But the thing you were doing there was being funny because you're a funny person. In fact, you are a professional funny person to this date. Um. But since then, you have become more than just a um, a guy paid to be goofy on TV. You've been a guy paid more money to be goofy on TV, and you <laughs> and you you've really um, you've moved up the ladder of like we used to joke about this guy being Portland's uh, Jack Nicholas or Jack Nicholson to being yeah. like I don't know. I'm if Ian sits at if Ian sits at midcourt, it wouldn't be that weird. So what I want to ask you is: Are you willing to challenge the likes of Killer Dave, of Katie Lang? of John Gurley from Portugal, the man of that dude, Ron Sloy, who's real tan and wears the suits. Are you, Sloy. are you prepared to challenge those folks for Portland celebrity fan supremacy? Look, I'll throw my, I'll throw my hat into the ring. I don't think, I don't think I would win, but I would love to, I mean, I'd love to be in the playing tournament for it as it were. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think like, I mean, I will never, I will never say never. I mean, I could ex you know, I could, I could become infamous for something, but like, I don't think I'll ever be as famous as Katie Lang. Katie Lang is like yeah, yeah. a legend. You know what I mean? Like, and just like Katie Lang's also at a lot of games. Like I, I'm not throwing, right. throwing that name out there because it's like, Oh, a, a, someone who's like vaguely connected to the Blazers. Katie Lang is at a, a boatload of, of games. Katie Lang is a real one. Por the Portugal yes. man guys are like, that's the great thing about all of our celebrity fans, which is not to say that Jack, a Jack Nicholson or like a Billy Crystal aren't or whatever. Cause they are as well. But like, wow, are you going to say that about Frankie Muniz on this? Frankie Muniz. <laughs> is he a Suns fan? Is this I think he's a Clippers fan. He's the Clippers fan. God, but he might live in Arizona now. So he may have, he may have changed allegiances. You know, who's a real deal. Clippers fan is Adam divine. That guy like legit. Like I, every time I go to see the blazers, uh, when, when I would go to see the blazers play the Clippers, I would see Adam at the game and be like, yo, what's up? Like he, cause he actually like goes every single time. He's like a real deal. Wow. Clipper fan. Um, wow. not many of those. Not there aren't really a lot of those. No, <laughs> shout out to Isaac Lee. Uh, but I like. I'm just happy to be in the conversation, and I'm happy that the conversation doesn't include Fred Armisen anymore. And that is no. 
I'm not slagging off Fred Armisen at all, who I really, really enjoy. I think he's a brilliant comedian. Love that dude. But he never really cared about the Blazers. You know, he would go to games and stuff like that. Having said that, Carrie Brownstein really does care about the Blazers. Like Carrie she's Brownstein legit- was once in the locker room and she's homies with Robin, Lo- Robin Lopez in a totally yeah. believable way. And it was like a playoff game. And she was stunned by how much sort of like public nudity there was. Yes. Um, and I was like, yeah, well, I was like, this is, a, I was just kind of bullshitting with her. And I was like, in about 40 seconds, like another 25 or 35 like dudes are about to come up in here. So like, it's not going to be public nudity, but it's going to be crowded. And she just looked at Robin and was like, gotta go. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> I went to a, I, I forget what it was when I was doing something for Comcast Sportsnet, but when I lived in LA and they gave me like a pass that like included a locker room pass. And this was like, I was like, it says locker room, but I guess I could go into the locker room. And I did just to be like, like the Wayne's world. Like, is this cool? Like that kind yeah, of moment. Yeah, yeah. And I got back there and I saw LaMarcus Aldridge's penis. And I was like, this is not, this is not what I want. I don't want to live my life like this and like left immediately. But it was like, oh shit, it's a locker room. And yeah, they're doing the, locker room stuff in there. There's a shower around yeah. the corner. <laughs> they got to move from the shower to where their clothes are. This right. is, and, and there's this weird um, sort of transactional waiting period where like, can I, are you dressed? May I ask you some questions about the basketball? Yeah. The reporters, I totally get it, but I'm like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be in here for me. I shouldn't be in here for them. There's no reason I should be in here. I'm leaving now. God bless all of you. But uh, then let's go back to say Carrie Brownstein. I'll see her at the Lakers or Clippers, you know, when the Blazers are in town games every now and then too. So like, we're very lucky. We have like the celebrity fans we have are real deal fucking celebrity fans. And Amine as well, you know, who did that like collaboration with, I swear, I hope I said his name right. Because Amine. I, we'll Amine? Say, yeah. Oh, no, we'll no, leave it in. No, leave it in because <laughs> I have a story for this too. Okay, I ran into, I was at a, I went to a comedy show here in LA. Where, how did, how was it? See, Amine. Amine. So I've gotten in my own head where I, you, I think I used to say it right. And then I started questioning myself like, oh, I don't, I'm not saying it right. And then I get all fucked up, you know, where you're like, yeah, yeah. You start fooling yourself in your head. Amine, Amine, Amine. So I went to a, uh, comedy show that I was performing on here in Los Angeles that my friend Brandon Wardell puts on. And I think he was, he's buddies with Amine or something like that. And it was right after the Emmys. So I was in a tuxedo. I came right from the Emmys to this comedy show. I was fully in the bag. I was like hammered and then I had gotten even drunker than I was like, cause I was having champagne, but I was like yeah, yeah. tipsy when I got to the show, but then he ended up putting me on last, which I didn't, I was like, didn't think was going to happen. So I ended up getting drunker. The alcohol had even harder. I was in the back. It, it was as fat as I ever was. I was sweating like Patrick Ewing shooting a free throw, just like in a tuxedo looking like sloppy. And uh, Amine came in the back just like to like hang out. And I was like, oh shit, dude. Like I was like, we're both from, well, I'm from Beaverton, but you're from Portland. And like, I thought we were going to have this big connection. And I opened it by saying, dude, Amine, I fucking love you, man. And he was like, uh, you don't love me enough to know my name. And I was like, oh shit. And like, <laughs> I fucking blew it. So one day, one day I'm going to run into Amine again and I'm going to make up for my past transgression. And hopefully I've lost enough weight now that he doesn't remember who he I am. He won't recognize you. <laughs> and I'll be able to start fresh with him. He'll say, he, he'll say, Chris Pine, I love your work. That's exactly right. <laughs> and, but he's like a fucking real deal, like blazer fan too. And like oh, puts yeah. on for the city in a, in a major way. So 
again, I'm happy to be, I'm just happy to be in the player tournament for like celebrity fans. So I've seen you at a couple games, uh, mostly in a working capacity when we've, when we've passed each other, when you worked for NBC and I was still at the Oregonian, but you would rock the full, the full, um, drum Kersey Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you become, when you become the official sort of courtside staple, are you going to go, are you going to stick with the Jersey or are you going to be like half button shirt and blazer pendant going blazers, baby blazers when they flip to (laughs) (laughs) I might have to, I might have to switch that up. Yeah. Get like a billowy red shirt. Yeah. Uh, if I, if I ever sit court, if I, I sat courtside in LA once for a blazer game, but it was a Clippers game. If I ever figure out my way on to have uh courtside for like a Blazers Lakers game in LA, I will absolutely rock the Lakers pendant guy look. Perfect. 100%. That's all I want. I just I don't you don't need to do it regularly, but I need one shot of you uh, creating that perfect just barreling down the camera. That's, I'll give you one of I those. Need. Absolutely. Right. Blazers. I as far as the jersey thing goes, I'll I'll rock the Kersey jersey forever or like sometimes I like to throw on an Odin jersey. Mm-hmm, just because mm-hmm. you know I'm a professional comedian. But like yeah. at some point I I can't wear like the like these kids they're kids you know and i'm 36 years old it feels a little weird to wear like a 22 year old's jersey yeah nazir little is nazir little was born in the year 2000 i don't like uh, that one bit i don't like that one bit. isn't that scary (laughs) (laughs) he's playing great right now he's been he has been awesome yeah uh, let's, let's take a quick break. Come back in the third segment. Um, we got to talk about all-star stuff cause it is all-star day in the NBA. But before we do that, I want to tell my listeners about Bilt Bar. Y'all know Bilt Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. If you don't know, Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. That's how it works. They're making delicious bars. And usually I tell you that they come in 18 amazing flavors and they're all covered in hundred percent chocolate. And they got that great candy bar like texture. I'm not doing that today. I'm telling you about the flash sale for the coconut puff bar. Think about this. Luscious chocolate, soft marshmallow, collagen protein. Does that pique your interest? What if I told you it's got 16 grams of protein, 130 calories, only six grams of sugar. It's gluten-free, preservative-free, and it's available for a limited time only. It's a one-day sale. So make sure you get over to BuiltBar.com and get yourself a coconut puff bar. You're going to want one of these. I know you will. Go to BuiltBar.com. Do it. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Lockdown Blazers. We're still chatting here with Ian Carmel, Portland's own, a funny person both professionally and informally. He's just he's just doing it, whether or not we're writing him checks. Ian, we talked about the joy of Damian Lillard. We talked about uh, you ch- you fighting Katie Lang in a cage match. That's right. Yeah. Now um, let's let's just take the listeners inside the bit a little bit. Uh, we're recording this before they announce the all-star games, but you're go- or all-star teams, but you dear listener are listening to this after the all-star teams are announced. So we're going to have Ian react. So that way you can get, um, you can sort of get the emotional charge you need regardless of the outcome. Ian, great news. Damian Lillard has beaten out Luka Doncic and he is named an all-star starter. How well, happy are you? I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm, you know, there's still miles to go. I'm at a five out of ten on that. I, he deserved it the whole time. You right. know, like it's 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 only right. Thank God the voters, you know, got this one right. He should be starting over Luka Doncic. The Blazers, they're on a six game winning streak. They're having a much better season than the Mavericks. Right. The Mavericks though, are struggling. 
even though their second and third best players have been injured. I don't want to hear this stuff about Porzingis, you know, being like 80% or like missing games and stuff like that. I don't care. The Blazers have been losing, like, uh, CJ has been 0%. Nurk has been 0%. Zach Collins, he might not be in the state of Oregon right now. We have no idea. And Dame still has us firmly in the playoffs, playing his ass off. He deserves to be an all-star starter. He also, Luka Doncic can't rap. Well, he's got, he, he's got he zero might be. Bars. Hold on, you. How familiar are you with the Slovenian rap scene? Extremely familiar. Luka oh, okay, Doncic, my bad. That's that's I, on me for assuming. I could see him playing like bass in the Arctic Monkeys. That's his ceiling. You know what I mean? But he's not. He's not a rapper. So it's it's it. You know, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a signature move yet. He doesn't have the wrist point. He he's never ended Chandler Parsons' career. He l- looks a little bit like Chandler Parsons, like a chunkier <laughs> Chandler, but he's never ended his career. Damian Lillard deserves to be there. Yeah, happy, I'm happy for him. Right. Congratulations, Dame. You deserve it. You're having a great season. It's uh, you truly, you truly, truly earned it. Yeah. Oh wait, the results are coming in. Oh no! Uh, it turns out Luka Doncic and Steph Curry are starting the All Star game. That means Damian Lillard has been pushed back to a reserve role. Ian, what do this you is- think about this news? I'm apoplectic. This is Garbaggio. This is a reverse La La Land Moonlight situation. It's 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 terrible. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, Luka Doncic and Steph Curry. I mean, Steph Stephen Curry. By the way, he insists on being called Stephen Curry. Sorry, Wardell Stephen Curry. Wardell Stephen Wardell Stephen Curry. His team made me cover the swoosh on my shoes when we shot with him. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. The man loves Under Armour. Uh I listen, Stephen. Great. It's a legacy pick. Obviously, he's a man on the tail end of his career. He's he's nearing the end. You know, he had his glory days. And now, you know, much like Shaq popping and locking at the All-Star game, they're giving him one more bite at the apple. I get that. But Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic? That's, that's ridiculous. How I, how about you get your team into the playoffs, Luka? All right? Yeah, I mean. You want, you want to average a near triple-double? That's fine. Do it on your own time. Let's leave the All-Star starters for the All-Stars. And that includes Damian Lillard. It's the, the it's hard because there's a lot of good players. Players are good. There are several good players deserving of this spot. Yeah. And Luka Doncic is a stats monster. The dude has, as you mentioned, a near triple double. But if we're rewarding who the best players are, y'all know the score of the game. Come on. It's a literal scoreboard moment. I mean, li- listen, stat, I mean, the truth is they're like for Damian Lillard to be like, Met, like in this conversation with Stefan and, and Luca, who's like, Luca might end up being the best player in the NBA and doing that for like eight years, something yeah, crazy yeah, like that. Very, very good. Like, and, and Stefan was like, you know, f- like my God, like a, a, one of the most singular basketball players we've ever seen. So for Lillard to be like, not only like in that conversation, but also for smart people to be like, no, it should be him. That's right. like amazing. And I personally think he should be, but obviously I'm biased. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, dear listeners, w- whatever happens here in the next few hours, just play the pl- choose your own adventure. Uh, it's, we started with the good news and ended with the bad news. So just you know, fast forward or rewind, whatever you need to do to get your fix. Because Ian ha- Ian nailed both takes. That's that's he, that's why we got him on the podcast. Because should we do with a third one where they name like Brandon Roy and we just weep, we just the two of us cry <laughs> and hold each other. Oh my God, Brandon Roy's back. <laughs> we can play the man four, who converted play me to being a diehard NBA fan, Brandon Roy. I, I said, I'll, I'll watch this dude pull up and go left for the rest of my life if I can. 
that last playoff game, the I got like who are we playing? That one where he like put it Dallas. back on Dallas. It was Dallas. It was like during the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. And it was like, cause it was like kind of a, it was either late afternoon or like it was, day a, it was an game. afternoon game because I was at Centennial high school covering yeah. the Centennial high school track meet. And I listened to it on the radio in the snack shack. Oh my God. It was, we were popping into bars up and down Hawthorne to like watch it happen. And it was like, again, like I, I swear I don't drink as much as it sounds like I do on this pod, but we were like, it was a comedy this was festival. 10 years ago. It's fine. And it was 10 years ago. We were like half popped at a comedy festival. Like, and it was just a glorious day. Like, just like popping into like Zach's shack to watch like 15 minutes and eat a hot dog. And then like going back out and then popping into like the tanker and then watching the, it was just a beautiful Portland day. Shout out to Brandon Roy. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, well, I was, I was trying to get my hyper local references up in that area, but I can't remember the something room that has like no windows. That's right on there on Hawthorne, but it might be the space now. room, space room. Damn it. Ian, Home of the purple so alien. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ian, thank you so much for joining us. If listeners want to find more of you and they somehow don't know where to do that, where should they look? Uh, 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 at Ian Carmel on Twitter, at Ian Carmel on Instagram, at Ian Carmel on uh, Jewish Locked On Blazers app. No, uh, <laughs> you can watch me on the Late Late Show with James Corden, where I'm not only the head writer, but also I will be returning to my role as the show's like Andy Richter after a brief hiatus due to me worrying about the pandemic. You can watch the show Game On on CBS. Oh, yeah. Uh, which only has one season so far. Knock on wood. It's, we'll it's got Venus Williams and Gronk. It's me. And, and the hilarious Bobby Lee. And That's Ian, right. just Ian showing you how, how athletic he is. This is Absolutely. a former Westview Wildcat standout. That's right. He, he shows his athleticism in this show. Absolutely. My first Google result as a, as a defensive tackle. Uh, a Westview Wildcat stand. <laughs> so you can watch back episodes of that and listen to all fantasy, everything. And just, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter during blazer games. The only time I have fun on Twitter. Yeah. He's, he's a positive follow. And listen, if you're someone who uses that website, you know that you need more positivity in your life. Ian, thank you so much. I really My pleasure. Thank you for well, having me. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. Listeners do me a favor. Tell your friends about this podcast. Tell them they can get it wherever they already get podcasts. Just search Locked on Blazers. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.